Is there is there such thing as an ear doctor? I think there's an eye and ear doctor. No, no, eye doctors they're on they're by themselves. There is an eye and ear infirmary on 14th Street. Right, that's what I was thinking. I guess. Whenever, whenever or I are go, there specific ear doctors? There must be an audiologist. But whenever I've passed that place, I've always thought, do you have to have problems with both? Right. If it's only with your eyes, but your ears are fine. Yeah. You can't and go in. You have to have both ear and eye problems. Yeah. If uh, if you're like, I can't see, and then they say something, and you're like, what? I can't hear you. Then they're like, all right, you're in. But you're <laughs> clear. Double check boxes. If you respond, then, then you got to you gotta go home. Yeah. That's tough sledding. If you have both ear and eye issues, that, that, that's, that's Helen Keller. That's tough. It's Helen Keller, but Helen Keller overcame it. And she did. Impossible is nothing says Adidas or Nike, I forget which one. Muhammad Ali. We're in it. We're in it to win it. Dustin Keller, Helen Keller. Welcome to Braze Bits, everybody. Welcome to Braze Bits, episode 43. Episode 43, Troy Palomalu. Troy Palomalu, we're aging nicely, like a fine Palomalu. Exactly. I'm I'm definitely aging. We were talking about my uh, my ears. I'm definitely losing some hearing. My My iPhone notified me that my audio levels were way too loud. Yeah, gold in my ear, Jesse's ears. They Jesse, I guess the Brazerbacks don't know this, but every now and then we have audio problems on the pod, and probably what sixty percent of the time, it's traced back to Jesse's <laughs> AirPods being too loud. I would say forty-five percent, sixty. See, that's I mean that's those are high numbers, some bad numbers, but most of the time I I like that. I like such listening to music. I'm bumping the bass. I want to be really feeling it, but it's not great in the long run. And uh, both my parents definitely have hearing issues, so I got that coming around the corner. I wonder how what hard of hear like how that phrasing got started. Hard of hearing. Yeah, it, they have a hard time here. What? Okay. <laughs> Welcome to Braze Bits, everybody. This is going to be a good episode. I'm personally excited for this top nine. I've been trying to do it for about a month, and Jesse has rebuffed me. But Buffalo Wild Wings, yeah, I am. I, I don't want to get it. I'll, I'll talk about it before we talk about the top. We introduce the top nine because I got some feelings about it. I'm excited for it, but I'm not as excited as you. Excited yeah. to brace. I'm excited. excited to get in the kitchen. Good time. We just came off of Rosh Hashanah weekend. We we both had. How was your New Year Jewish New Year, Jesse? It was fantastic. Didn't really do much. Didn't celebrate with my family, but you know, I rang it in spiritually. And and uh, but no, I didn't. This year is unlike many other years where we usually have a traditional Rosh Hashanah dinner, but we didn't do it this year. Nice. We uh, I actually went to virtual temple. Really? Yeah. We had with the family. Yeah. Well, I went to Long Island to, and we my my mom set up like chairs. So it was like a like wow. a service and then we watched it on like a monitor and it was a zoom and it was it sounds miserable it was actually better than going to temple because it everything went way faster because there wasn't like the the there wasn't any of the pauses i mean when you do comedy on zoom things go faster because there's not there's no reaction like when 
it, it, like the the rabbi and the cantor just plowing through it. <laughs> did you sing along with the prayers with them? Did, kind did of, you guys, a little bit, like, but we were we were muted because my parents are the type of household where there's like noise in the background. It would just yeah. we would be causing problems for the Zoom. Gotcha. Very interesting. Was there a sermon? Yeah, there was, and the sermon that what was probably the thing that went the fastest because you know usually the rabbi is like looking at the crowd and pausing for effect, and maybe there's some jokes in there, and none of that's happening. They're just they're just moving through it. So it was interesting to see. I mean, with the virus, with everything, it's interesting to see how normal time things are being converted into Zoom in the way that their normalcy is maintained, but it's also a bit of a different thing. And also, I, I mean, I don't know how you feel about going to the temple, but I always felt, especially as a kid, you like don't want to be there. So you feel a little bit trapped. Like I remember going to the bathroom was always a huge thing. Oh, yeah. And then you you go in the bathroom and you maybe see some people and you stay there for like five minutes and they're just hanging out in the bathroom. And that didn't that feeling of like you could relax because you weren't going to the bathroom definitely brings up a lot of memories of Hebrew school and, and going to temple. I'm just just the old the getaway, the relief of going to the bathroom, and then not just the relief of going to the actual bathroom, but the relief of leaving the service or class. But then the, the walk back into the room of like you have to now kind of settle back into services. It's not great. It's a bit of a walk of shame. Everyone's judging you. Yeah. How long were you gone for? Like, like, you can't, you know, everyone's looking at you, like, you know, you can't go again. You can't go to the bathroom twice. Oh, yeah. It's, it's tough. Yeah, if you go twice, it's it's bonkers. So when we were, like, I don't know, I guess maybe up until, up until, like, Bar Mitzvah year, which is, like, 13, um, there was this, I went to preschool at my temple, and so there was, like, a play, like, a, a kid's playground in the back. So mm -hmm. there was a period of time where, like the like kids we would we would go out of the services and we would go to the back to this playground and play this like makeshift volleyball game like mess around on the yeah. playground That's and great. then like what you know one year we were out there for like a half an hour and then some parent came and got us really upset so then the next few years we did it like very sneakily but only at like five minute chunks <laughs> it's like drug addicts trying to like go out and get a fix yeah Exactly. That's yeah. I I haven't been to temple since the sixties. I, I kind of feel like I would now appreciate it. I would appreciate the sermons more. I I enjoyed a little bit of the music. We had a good cancer in my temple with it was a very musical and like would kind of vibe out to the Ladorvador and the Shabbat. Uh, Ladorvador is always fun. Um, so I feel like I would appreciate that more now. But I just remember it would be like a two and a half hour service. That, yeah, that's that's the thing. They're just too long, so you have to like. Kate uh, had like what the first time she went to temple, she was like fascinated by the fact that people like talk to each other, and it's it's like more. It's not social. It's not like, but people like don't necessarily. At least at my temple, people don't totally follow the rules. Like there's there's always chattering and really and it's, like during the service. Oh yeah. Oh, we don't have that. Like a little a little bit a little bit hidden. Like it, you know, it's it's not like blatant but it's definitely it, was your temple reform it was conservative but i think now it might be reform gotcha but it, i guess it's conservative it was pretty big too so unless you were really in the front then no one was really keeping tabs on, on what you were doing 
it is hard to keep Jews quiet overall. Jews, Jews are always muttering or kind of exactly. whispering, yeah. remarking to each other. So yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah, I think she was most mostly talking about like the remarks and, and the muttering, yeah. which is constant. Yeah, Constantine McGuire. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's uh, uh, that was all I have to say about that. Speaking of remarks and Jews, I got a little meal prep from. I got two pieces of meal prep from our last episode. First. Uh, I talked to Phil Jackson, and I had to apologize. He was a little offended about how hard I went after his predictions, and he did admit that confusing Golden Girls with Gilmore Girls, which made me happy because I thought at first he was kind of making fun of me, saying I would like Golden Girls, but it, it was just a mistake by him. I apologize. I didn't mean to try to cancel him. He took it personally. He overall actually had pretty good predictions. He got with the West Wing. Ray Donovan was out of left field. The last comic standing was terrible. But other than that, Phil Jackson's all right. The main piece of meal prep, though, is a text that I got from the my pot father, um, Stevie Quickhands, Stevie Wonder. I, I usually don't read his text word for word, but this is I feel like it's just the, the only way to get across his point is to, to read the text. He was not happy about either of our top nine television shows. And I'm going to... I'm going to omit the show that he's talking about till the end and see if you can try to predict what TV show he's talking about. But here we go. Quote, so Jesse, here it comes. Just finished your pod while walking on the track. Now I know it's your list, it's Lance's list, adding Kate and Phil Jackson. But how could you? How dare you? No mention by anybody of one of the funniest and most purely entertaining shows. Great ensemble cast. No critical acclaim but lasted nine seasons. Now it is the second most played in syndication ever after Seinfeld. You know what it is. Everyone knows what it is. But you snobs refuse to give credit to the shows that always satisfy. It provides belly laughs for young and old. You should be ashamed of yourself for totally dissing blank. How dare you? Is it uh, Friends? It's not, it's not Friends. It's, not. it's King of Queens. Uh, My dad is obsessed King with King of, Queens. King of Queens. My dad goes absolutely nuts. It's like... Eddie, Anytime it's on, my dad loves it. It's like he's watching it for the first time. It's a great, it's a good show. It's not on my top nine. So I've never seen it. And I think... Ever? Maybe like bits and pieces here and there. But I think I was too young. Like when was it airing from? Like late 90s to early 2000s, It's been on reruns forever, though. I've definitely seen most of the episodes because it's been on in reruns. I feel like it aired like late 90s, early 2000s, if I'm... Like around the Probably. same time as Everybody Loves Raymond, yeah. And so, I've, as I've said before, I didn't like watch TV at that age. I just watched yeah. sports. We were talking about this weekend. We were talking about Kate was saying that my TV is so strange because it's it's um, like I watch sports and then like we were talking about how I've never seen Boy Meets World, and yeah. she says like I've never seen any show of people our age, but I've seen like like Hannah Montana. And Drake and Josh, because my sister watched those. So wow. I have like the knowledge of someone a little bit younger in terms of like shows that that right. girl or really anyone might have watched uh, right. later. But yeah, I, I think I would have. I think I would really like it. I just never watched it, and I'm not going to go out of. Maybe I should go out of my way to watch it. If that that was that was one of the best reviews of a show I've ever heard from the Podfather. It was, I mean, it's my dad's favorite show of all time. I, I get sometimes offended because he always. Tells me I look like Kevin James, which isn't the, isn't really the, the nicest thing to hear. But it's a funny show. Jerry Stiller is amazing in it. Leah Remini. 
It's just it's not my top nine. Fair enough. I do like the it's the lemon ice king of Corona is the it's like it's in the opening sequence I know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always wanted to go there. The Queen sequence. Yeah. It's a classic show, King of Queens. But I, it's I, I my my dad was just all riled up afterwards. I'm not sure what. I don't think he realized sometimes that the list is our preferences, not his. Fair enough. I neither of us did say Friends. I've tried to watch it. I just I don't get it. Friends? Yeah, I like Friends. It's not one of my favorite shows, but I I, I think it's pretty good. This I was, is, I was never obsessed. Gonna, this with is it. gonna be harsh, and I was I'm gonna alienate some Brazerbacks here. But here it comes. I read this article one time on like Medium that was talking about how Friends is the downfall of civilization, and <laughs> I don't disagree with the article. It was talking just about how I guess Ross gets made fun of for being like intellectual. Like, there's some jokes about how, like, Ross reads or something, and then they say, like, they make fun of him, and... I don't remember that. The, I think the crux of the article... I mean, I read it a few years ago, but I think the crux of the article was that it was celebrating being stupid, and or not being intellectually curious was was being celebrated, and, and that is what makes a, a successful person, and it talked about how that... Like it basically it's tough, talked about the tough take. It drew a line. It's a from, comedy. They're making making stupid jokes. It drew a line from there to Trump, and I think oh I'm God. I think I'm the type of person to really buy into an article like that. But yeah. at the same time, I didn't disagree. But I've also like I, I've watched it, and I've just never I've never been able to get into it. Really, I'm, I'm surprised. It's it's just easy watching. It's got easy jokes. I just think it's I don't think it's like I don't think it's that good. Wow, hot take. This is this is this is a fresh hot take. Fresh Gotta get some a brazier back that loves and uh, and really enjoys Friends to to defend the show. Well, I'm sure we might get some comments after that one. The only thing I got from last episode is that I told my dad about how we talked. He hasn't listened to the pod. I don't think he knows what podcasts are. He's Fair. like he's always like, "How do I listen to it?" And I tell him every single time. <laughs> and you know, it's it's fine, but. He said he. I told him that you approved of the shrimp franchise, and he was absolutely. Like, he was like pretty good. He's like it's good, Lancey. I would he was like anyone it. would like shrimp franchise. So he he liked that you liked it. I appreciate it. My mom actually listens to the podcast, and she texted me that she had shrimp franchise the night after the podcast, and, and was dunking bread into the sauce. And really enjoyed it. Yeah, now I kind of do want shrimp franchise. Yeah, and one other thing, I got feedback from Pat Merch. Um, he was impressed and his jaw dropped when I said Doug was one of my favorite shows because he loved Doug also. He's a big Doug guy. Doug's a, Doug's a good one. Yeah. Pork chop. Banging on a trash can. Yeah, you got, it got, it's got a good beat. We got yeah. some killer tofu. Bingo. Sweet sauce. Should we get into some highlights? Yeah, let's, let's get into it. I'll swing, I'll, I'll bunt and I'll sprint towards first. Um, I didn't sprint, but I went on a walk. I went on a hike this past weekend in, uh, you ever been to Hither's, Hither Hills State Park in Montauk? Sounds made up. It is made up. Someone made it up and it's, it's, it, but it exists. <laughs> they sound like. That makes sense. They're, they're like, uh, one person is, is somewhere and they want someone else to come and they're like, come hither. <laughs> yeah. Come hither hills. And I hithered over there and, uh, I didn't wither. I, uh, it's like, it was, it's a hike that is, it's called the walking dunes and you're pretty much walking on like a sand path the whole time, but it takes you through the woods into this like 
open dune area. Like a, it feels like at one point you're in the, the middle of a desert. It's all dunes and sand. Then it opens up into the beach. You know, I, I did it alone. And the first time I did it, it was awesome. It's a little like, I haven't gone to hike alone in a long time. So it was like a little bit of nervousness, like trying not to get lost and like trying to always look for the next sign of where I'm going. And then like, I really enjoyed it. And the next day I did it again. It was interesting how the next day I did it and it went by so quick. It was like a 30 minute hike. But the first time I did it, it felt like it was like an hour and a half. And it just made me realize how like doing something for the first time alone and you're like, the, the amount of time it feels like it takes you, it's so much different than after you do something repeatedly. It's, it's, it's an obvious take, but like I did the hike the second day three times in a row. I did the same loop, but three, three times. And the first day, it felt like I had done it so much longer. But it was a lot of fun. Good hike. Uh, got, got my steps in. Highly recommend it. Hither Hills State Park in Montauk. Yeah, come hither. Come hither. Lean on Bill Weathers. Lean on me. Bingo. That, that is true whenever you're, dri- if you're driving somewhere or even walking somewhere for the first time because you're unsure of the markers. And even if you know directions, you're always looking. All you're doing is looking out for that. So... You're anticipating if you have to make a right in yeah. even you don't 10 know how miles. much longer you have. You don't know. You don't have your bearings. It was just really interesting to me because then the second time through, I was like, it it went by so quick, and I was like, I thought this was like going to take me an hour and a half. It took me thirty minutes. Yeah, you're like, I thought you were the same. What happened? What changed from yesterday? I thought you were the same person, but I don't even know you. I didn't. I don't even know who you are anymore. No one does. And then they're like, hither. I was, I was also going on a hike alone. It's, it's kind of a rush. It's like, I'm all alone out here. I mean, if, if someone might have to come and hither. Yeah. I, I like doing stuff alone. Did you bring your phone? I did. Yeah. You're not alone then. I didn't listen to anything. I didn't have my headphones in. But I was, listen, I was listening to the it was very nice hearing the birds, hearing the, the bay. It's great. Next time, don't bring your phone because then you're totally alone. <laughs> then post, what if I get like what if I get lost one. or attacked by an owl? That used to happen all the time, and you know most people were fine. All right, Lance said it. So if something happens to me, blame Lance. Yeah, I'll, I'll take I'll take the heat, Jimmy Butler. Miami. Nice. That's cool. I got two highlights. Number one, I'm reading this book called The Third Plate by a chef named Dan Barber, who's the chef who. Is like Blue Hill Stone Barns and Blue Hill, which if you haven't heard of just Google it, it's like a farm slash, it's basically like the uh, epitome of farm to table yeah. food. And I've never been, there's a restaurant in the city, which I've been to and the farm I've never been to, but apparently it's an unbelievable experience and it's very expensive. But he basically talks about the food system and why it's, it, why it is the way it is and how it's, basically makes food worse for kind of kind of what I talk about in in like you know how I hate like convenience things like people take the one easy convenient thing and in the long term it hurts society that seems like yeah. what's happened in terms of of food obviously this is a simplification but it just really it's one of those books that I feel like is going to change really change my outlook on on food and like you think you know you don't like it, it I, I I, I can't even talk. 
I feel like it's, it doesn't it kind of out of your control at a certain point. Like you're not going to go out and hunt your own food. You're not going to go. No. Out, you don't have your own farm. You live in a city. But it talks about how there's ways to fix the problems, and that most of the big companies just are not concerned with the long term, right. the long term effects. And then, but if you do have these like small farmers who are building things, the food is actually better, and it's better for the environment. It kind of creates. It, it demonstrates a situation that if it was followed, it would be a win-win for everybody. It also talks about the history of America versus like how, you know, we revere particularly in like uh, French cuisine and Italian and Chinese cuisine, like, like these uh, venerated cuisines. A lot of them have been based on farming traditions that didn't never need to happen in America because in America, you just farmed, and then when you ruined the land, you just went and found more land. But in these other places, you had to actually take care of the land. And because of that, and those understanding the land, the, the food, it, it's created these cuisines that are, are right. beloved and, and such. And I never knew about like why the Dust Bowl happened. Basically, I guess farmers in the plains just ruined the land, and then it just corroded the earth and then that's why the dust bowl happened i just thought it was like droughts i thought just dust i thought it was a windy day yeah i thought i thought it was a windy day too but it's basically i guess like a hundred years of bad farming ruined the land and that's why the dust bowl happened wow not surprising i mean people are gonna farm the land until it's got dust on it (laughs) yeah i mean all i know is i thought the super bowl was a bigger deal than the dust bowl but boy was i wrong yeah dusty baker jeez louise yeah so that's really interesting. And number two, I yesterday I went to a wedding. And Mazel tov. It was, you know, a COVID wedding. I wasn't exactly sure what to expect. And I thought it was great. I had a great time. It was really well done. It was pleasant. You got a rapid test when like they, they were doing rapid tests. So No way. That was amazing. Everyone got a rapid test. Everyone, everyone got a rapid test. At when you got to the venue or the before? When we got to the venue. Holy moly. Yeah. These are some... Wow. It was unbelievable. And That's got to be expensive. Yeah, I think so. There was 40 people at the wedding. It was just like very... Okay. It was just very... I mean, but I, I think at the same time, it is that's what you kind of have to do if you're going to have an event. Like, like so If that. you want to do it in a smart fashion. If yeah. you want to do it in a way where people are going to relax and enjoy themselves, that's what you got to do. And it just, it was, it was very, I feel like this year in general, the events and, and things, everything's always, you're always nervous and, and kind of anxious and it seems impossible to do anything in terms of a larger celebration. But I thought this was so well done and it kind of, it was really, it was just genuinely really nice. And it was, was also there a dance floor. Was there hors d'oeuvres? So, yeah. So there was a, the, a, the cocktail hour was they had like the normal stations but everything was behind plexiglass and only the people serving the food could touch the plates and then give it to you and then what they did and i think i think this should replace past apps they took i guess what would have been the past apps and they just put them on larger plates and put them at tables wow that's smart smart you love that you love love that. that and that's that's something that should stay after COVID. i think that's an unbelievable move i like that a lot you don't have to track down the, the, the app, keeping your head on a swivel, looking where the hot, many hot dogs are. No. They're and, on a table. 
at a lot of weddings, I just positioned myself close to where the kitchen is just so I could get the apps before yeah. they're done. But you didn't have to do that in this case. Back to the rapid test. Did they like notify everyone that they or they were, they were just going to let you know if you came back positive? Yeah, they told you if you were negative or positive, and I assume I mean I was negative, and I assume everyone was negative. If you were positive, I mean, but they but they told you the results. Yeah, within like twenty minutes. Oh wow! Yeah, jeez Louise! It was it was great, and it was at it was at this very nice. I mean, it was a very nice um, thing over like wedding overall. It was at this place called Ohika Castle, which is on Long Island, and it's. Have you ever watched the Blank Space music video? No. By Taylor Swift. That's like that. That's it's the same place, and it's like it's just like a very nice uh, venue to have an event. But wow. and that Blank was castle. and I, I like I stayed there overnight, and you stayed in the castle. I stayed in the castle. It was a little prince. It was very cool. I was a little prince, prince fielder, Tayshawn Prince, and nice. I haven't stayed obviously in a hotel since this, and that was never really, nevertheless a castle. Nevertheless a castle. I was I was the king of the castle. Also, my so my friend who got married, my it was my college roommate, Eric Spolstra. I think I've talked about him, sure, uh, and on the pod before, and he is a big proponent of the my wife. He he said that was like one of the, you know one of the things he was most excited about. He said that's why he got married. It, it's not why he got, but he was that was definitely a perk of of getting that makes married me so for happy him. To hear. And you know, I I think it's hacked, but I don't. I think we talked about it in the the lost pod, but. Borat Two, the remake was already has already been filmed. My wife, it's coming back to the, to the culture. Yeah. My wife, it's been filmed. It's coming out soon. Yeah, I don't. Very nice. Not for me. <laughs> you can watch it. You're gonna love it. But like staying in a hotel, I even forgot that was a joy of life that existed. It's great. Change of scenery. It was great. The whole thing was was phenomenal. I I'm surprised. I thought you were gonna come back and say it was like a nervous, nerve wracking experience, but it sounds. Sounds magical. It was how magical. It was out. It was. It was. Other than my wedding, I think it might have been like the favorite, my favorite wedding I've ever been to, which is crazy because wow. it's COVID. Yeah, and the food was good. Food was good. Nice. I got salmon, macadamia crusted salmon, with like well, salmon or steak was the options and chicken. But I never That's go. Fancy. I never go with steak at like a, a thing like that because I just I don't. I don't think it's the place for steak. It'll be fine, but it's not going to be particularly good. I mean, maybe this was good, but I didn't have it. I also, I sometimes go steak, but I, I find it funny when at a wedding they ask you what temperature you want your steak. Like they're going to remember that you got medium and the person next to you got medium well. Like they're, they're serving 100 people for the most part. I think that's usually a, for show when they ask you what temperature you want it cooked. Unless Sean Paul's at the wedding in which they need the right temperature. Right. Love Sean Paul. Oh, yeah. George. George? Nice. Those are some good highlights. That's my highlights. Do you want to fall into our top nine? Taco Fall. Fallout Boy. Let's do it. We're doing our top nine favorite things about the fall. Top nine favorite things about the fall. I've wanted to do this for about a month, and Jesse told me it was too early. And Lance I, has been I, wanting to do this since July. I... I enjoy the fall, but I'll admit that it takes me... I'm usually in denial about the fall because I'm a big summer guy. Summer's my favorite favorite season. I get really upset when at Labor Day, everyone just announces that summer's over. When it, like Even right now, we're, we're recording this on September 22nd, and I think tomorrow's going to be 80 degrees. Like It's, it's still going to be warm outside for a while. 
I once it becomes October is when I settle into the fall and I accept that it's summer's over. But I hate when people rush the summer ending and start giving the pumpkin spice drinks. Like let fall come. I think you're you're holding on to the past with the, with the summer. You gotta I, you gotta you gotta make your dreams come true. Fall and oats. <laughs> I enjoy the. I would say fall is my third favorite season. Go summer, spring, fall. For that's me. insane. Should yeah. we do our top nine seasons? Yeah. <laughs> Are you, is fall your number one? It's it's number one by I think a large margin. Wow. Fall is, fall is number one. Winter is number two. What? Spring spring is number three, and summer is number four. I don't know. Winter is number two? I love me the winter. You're a madman. Jonathan Winters. That is crazy. That is bonkers. Yeah, just, for the winter, uh, I just say, come hither. I'm ready to go. <laughs> the hither hills uh, have eyes. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's get into our top nine... Favorite things about the fall. This was not easy for me. I, I really had to pick my brain, pick some apples. This was this was actually pr- the first five or so I got right away, and then I had to think a little bit. But I'll, I could lead off. I'll I'll uh, it's you know it's baseball it's baseball crunch time. So I don't not only am I going to get on base, but I'm going to look the steal. Wow, I'm going to keep you on. I'm going to I'm going to keep you look you over. So my number nine is simply autumn. The name of the season, far and away the best name, not even close to spring and summer. Fall is just what autumn does to, so it doesn't feel like the other seasons think it's pretentious. Autumn is its real you're, name. So you're saying the word autumn? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like just the saying of it, how it sounds, like the yeah, spelling of it? Everything about it. <laughs> saying it. The M, I mean, particularly the M and the N at the at the. You could say autumn in summertime. You can read the word and also say it if you want. What do you mean? Like in July, you could just type the word autumn. You can read it. You don't, I know. It doesn't have to be it, autumn for. But it, it's enjoy. it's about the fall. It's referring to the fall, so it's one of my top nine things about the fall. Also, right. love autumn. Love the autumnal equinox. That's also another great thing, and this is also big news today. Is the autumnal equinox today, is September twenty second? Day of autumn? No, the, the equinox is in between the solstices. Yeah, so you got solstice gym, then you got equinox gym, but the equinox is is when it's the same exact, or it's in the middle. So the solstices, right, are when it's like the lightest of the year and when it's the darkest of the year, and the equinox is the middle of that. So, gotcha. I didn't know that. After today, we're going to be closer to the winter solstice. Wow. The earth is like the earth is like even. There's some urban legend that you could like balance an egg on the floor because the earth is not on an axis on the equinox. That does make sense. I woke up today and I felt very uh, felt very even today. Even keeled. Even Steven and odd Todd. <laughs> Todd Glass, nice. Yeah. Yeah, so Autumn saying I could say it all day. Number eight. Auto's tacos. <laughs> number eight, I got foliage. That's your eight. Wow. That's my number eight. The thing about foliage is that we live in New York City, so we don't really get to appreciate the foliage. I feel like foliage gets a lot of play in the fall. It's it's 
not overrated, but the fact that everyone, it's kind of like the Ed Sheeran of fall. So Ed Sheeran is on the airwaves and outsized amount versus other musicians. That's not to say Ed Sheeran doesn't have any talent, but other musicians are just as, if not more talented than Ed Sheeran. And that's kind of how I feel about Foliage. Foliage is great, <laughs> but there's other things about the fall that are just a, as, if not better than Foliage. And Foliage, is, well, foliage is beautiful, but you see Foliage after a half an hour, it's, it's like I get it. They're different colors. I'm a. That's probably what, uh, foliage is in my top three. Nick Foliage. I'm. A, I'm. I'll save my take, but I, I think it's. I, I'm surprised that you think it's overrated, as well as I think it's, it's crazy that you think Ed Sheeran's overrated. Foliage and Ed Sheeran are both top tier talents. Yeah. I think it's undeniable just how beautiful they both are. Okay. You know what I don't you're, like? You're you, know what, you know what I don't like? That song with Ed Sheeran and Justin Bieber, and they're like at a party, and they're nervous. And they're like, you know that one? They're and at a party, and they're nervous. They're like, I don't want to be at this party. That's the whole song. And it's like, you're Ed Sheeran and Justin Bieber. This is so unrelatable. Bieber makes sense. It's not relatable. Ed Sheeran's not like a hot guy. Ed, Ed Sheeran's an everyday guy with a, with a beautiful voice. He's not an everyday guy. You think he's a, a model? He's a wolf in Sheeran's clothing. <laughs> he does need a haircut. Get some shoes on that bad boy. Yeah, he. Neither of them are, are normal people. He was in that. I'm, I'm a believer. I did actually not dislike him in that movie about the the guy who knew all the Beatles songs. <laughs> he was really good in that. Yeah, he was good in that. Ron Weasley. Yeah, so that's my number eight foliage. It's good, but it's just a little bit overrated relative to the other aspects of fall. Unbelievable how you're an autumn guy, but you but you still go after foliage being overrated. Crazy. <laughs> number seven, that crisp fall smell. Yeah. It's tremendous. Smell you know when it smells like fall, winter's coming on, and it's a little bit of firewood, a little bit of just natural outsideness. And I mean the transition from the humid humid, humid. Humera, they keep they keep every time I watch TV. There's commercials for Humera. I don't even know what it is. I unfortunately do. It's it's not great. All I know is that you shouldn't take it if you don't want any side effects whatsoever. Yeah, definitely not. Anyway, the Chris Fall smell, Chris Bear, Bear Coco Crisp. The transition from that humid summer to that Chris Fall is the best air transition in the game, in the seasonal game. Hundred percent. That's great. I'm a big Chris Bear guy. I love Coco Crisp. It's it's also on my list, a little farther down, and I'll, I'll save my take for it. Nice. All right. My number nine is diving into a pile of leaves. It's not. It's different than foliage. It's it's big old pile of leaves. Specifically, preferably if you're having a football catch and you're able to dive diving catch into a big pile of leaves, you gotta love it. It's beautiful. It, it's it's crunchy. You get out of there, you got leaves stuck in your hair. There's no other place you can really dive into something and, and come out of there relatively clean. I also love, I feel like it's in the same ballpark of stepping on leaves, the crunch of stepping on a nice leaf. That's, that's, that's one of my favorite parts about fall. Yeah. And I probably haven't dove into a pile of leaves since the 60s because it's not really nice to the people who made that pile of leaves in the first place, but... 
I might I might do it this fall just to get back into it. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I don't think I dove into a pile of leaves since the Peloponnesian War. It's been <laughs> it's been a long time for me. I it's been so long that I can't even remember what it's like, and I'm not sure if I would even like it as an adult. I do like the crunch. <laughs> I feel like it would just be annoying. Like you get leaves in your socks. Yeah, you pull them out. And I'd be, leaves. I'd be like, it'd be like leaves of grass. And I'd be like, Leave them alone. Walt Whitman. It, it, I don't know. I might like it. I do like crunching the crunch of, of a Ryan leaf. Love a crunch. Better than Peyton Manning for sure. That charger Definitely. when you get a, a, a live crunch, San Diego. Oh, yeah. Nestle Crunch Bar. Yeah. I do like that, but that's an interesting one. Yeah. I, I really do enjoy that. That's not I'm, one. I'm, I'm definitely going to do it soon. I miss it. That's not one that I even, like, thought of at all. It didn't even cross wow. my mind. Interesting. Number eight for me is Fireplace Vibes. I, I actually... In, I'm in Long Island, and I, I put a Duraflame log in the fireplace the other night, and it was, it was fantastic. I love fireplace, gathering around in fireplaces, but I don't really do it that often because in the city, obviously, I don't have a fireplace. Um, but I, I love the most, I think probably for the smell. I love the smell of a fireplace, especially when you're walking around outside and smelling other people's fireplaces. You got to love the wood smell, burnt wood. Um, it's just very comforting, warm, cozy. It's my number eight. It's a winter activity for me. Oh no! It it marks the transition between fall and winter. You're too strict with your with these seasonal. You can't I, do a I'm fireplace stri- in I'm the strict. fall. I'm strict. You don't let fall happen until October fifteenth. <laughs> yeah, because you gotta let summer ride out till it's cold. And then once it gets cold, you go by the fireplace. I'm not strict with the seasons. I think the calendar is strict with the seasons. <laughs> you're you're John Calendar Calipari. Yeah. Disciplinarian. Yeah. But nothing wrong with getting, getting cozy. Especially if it, once it starts getting super crispy out there. I love the crisp air. But once it gets super crisp, you love a fireplace. And you could make the argument that it's a late fall activity. But for New New York area, it's the winter. Well, it dips down at nighttime in the fall. It, it dips down to winter vibes. It goes into the 40s. Dip me in, but don't dip me in a fireplace. I'm not going to dip you in there. It might, it might get a little too burnt. But all right, that's fair. My number seven is football tailgates, which we aren't able to do this year. But I, I love a football tailgate, probably more than in the football game, especially being a Jets fan. The games usually stink. But I love, especially 1 o'clock games, you get to a tailgate like 10 or 11 a.m. and just the outdoor grills. Everyone's happy to be there. It's like sunny out, and it's not you're not like cold yet. Um, but there is the crisp air. It's, it's, I love a football tailgate, grilling, foods, football catch, camaraderie, sports. You love that. Yeah, I never really, you know, I never really participated in that many tailgates, and I know that's something that I kind of regret a little bit. It's not too late. You still can. Well, not, still can. not this year. I still can. This year, you know, I could in an empty parking lot. I, could do my True. I, I was hoping that they would allow people to go to MetLife parking lot to tailgate, but I think the whole thing is shut down the yeah. whole season. That makes sense. They got they got yeah. a insurance. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't isn't MetLife an insurance company? It is. Yeah. So they're like, we know. Yeah, we we have the insurance. Yeah. 
What was I? Gonna... You, you oh. enjoyed tailgate. I would. The thing is, is that I mean, growing up, didn't go. I I didn't go to any football games until I the first NFL game I went to. I was 21. 21. So, football and tailgating is synonymous with football. You can tailgate for other sports, but it's not really a thing. No, you can. I could, I've tailgated sometimes for a baseball game, but it's 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 designed for football. Yeah. And you know how I feel about attending live sporting events. So I would actually like a circumstance in which I went to the tailgate and then went home. That would be perfect for me. Yeah, that's what I would do in college. UMass football. I never. I was. I would just go to the tailgates and then go home. Yeah, that would be fun for me. I mean, but it's just something I never really did. We All weren't. Right. We weren't a football school, so there was no real tailgates for, you know, for college football. True. And yeah. It's just something I haven't really participated in to make a judgment. And I do feel it's something that I guess, like, yeah, that's unfortunate. But in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't really bother me. I'm surprised you haven't done that many Antonio tailgates. No. Yep, that was my number seven. Nice. So my number six is cooking something in a big old pot. A stew, a soup, chili, especially chili, I think is a real fall. I feel like I tend to cook some chili in the fall. That's my sure. chili cooking season. Chili Davis. Nothing better than a big old pot having it in the fall. It's acceptable to kind of stay inside all day and, and nurse the the pot. And you make some stock, you make some soup, you make some stew Leonard. It's just, you could... You could really, you could really let the ingredients fly. You could add different spices at different hours and different intervals. You could walk across and taste it. You could have a nice game on. You could read a book. You could reorganize some shelves. I mean, really, whatever your hobby is, you could really do it. And then there's that big old pot cooking. And you can do this in the summer, but it's just kind of ridiculous because it's really hot and you're going to be sweating. And then the food in the, in the big old pot is probably also hot. So the fall is really where this activity, I think, winter is where it arguably also thrives. But by winter, it could be old news. The fall is that, that's where I don't get why is fireplace winter, but big pot is fall. Because fire, the sole purpose of a fire is to stay warm. In the fall, you shouldn't be freezing enough to need a fire. And if you do, then I would argue you should call your local gas and heating company. Right, but soup at the end is is designed to also warm you up and comfort you when you're cold. It is, but it's not. It's it doesn't have the degree of it's not. Its sole purpose is not to warm you up if you're freezing. Soup is warming you up, but a fire warms you up when you're freezing. You're not going. You're not going to enjoy a fire if you've been inside all day as much as you would if you were outside and coming in and really needing to warm up. True. And a soup, True. I don't think that distinction is as strong. You might enjoy a soup more if you've been outside all day, but you also don't need to be. All right. That's fair. I do enjoy Nick nursing in a nice big pot of soup. Yeah. Soup. Uh, I, I'm, I can't make any connections today. That's all right. Swinging a what minute. am I? Good, what was that? I'm just in a slump. It's all good. One of my friends from college, last name was Campbell. We used to call him Soup. Wow, because of Cup of Noodles Soup Company? Yes. 
Yeah. Woke up in nudes. That's cool. Number five, I got that first time you could see your breath outside. Wow. That's a great one. It's a good moment. And this year, if you're outside and you're wearing a mask, you're not going to be able to enjoy that. Wow. Is that another good point? Is that an argument not to wear a mask? No. But I'm just saying. Interesting. I guess that is, I mean, that obviously has to happen in the fall. But I, I think of that being a winter thing of senior. I mean, obviously it happens more in the winter because it's colder. I mean, I'm not a big fan the of... The tail end of the fall. I'm not a big fan of memes with Ned Stark and a sword, but that lets you know that winter is coming. <laughs> I do I do enjoy that. Especially when you're doing that and it's not freezing cold. When you're like right on the edge of it being really cold and you can see your breath in, in the air, it's like, oh, that's cool. But when you're freezing, it's like, I don't really care. I can't. It's all it's old news, it, but the first time it's cold news. The first time it's like you make some calls. You're like, all right, batten down the hashes. We stocked up. Are the bears into the den? Right. You're you're that that's a signal that it's go time. Yeah, it's a good one. And love love that. It's a, a nice signal. Number. So this is now where we get to. The rest of these are are really top notch items, top notch things. Number four is Thanksgiving. And sure. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday, sure. and it's the number four thing about the fall. So that just lets you know how great the fall is. A lot of things great about Thanksgiving, I think. Just the—I mean, it's all about food, which is the greatest. The excuse to make a whole turkey like that, it's the only time of the year where you can do that. It's just gathering and celebrating with food. And sure. And kind of the abundance of the earth, going back to what I was talking about earlier, that's been lost a little bit. But you get like that, all kind of the different colors of corn and carrots and uh, cranberry, very seasonal. I think it's actually maybe the best expression of American food. I agree with that. So that, and then the traditions around Thanksgiving, I really enjoy. My friends and I play, we played a, it used to be tackle and now it's flag football game every year this year might who knows if it's going to happen we might have to cancel because because of covid i think because didn't we start the pod around thanksgiving last year i remember we talked about that game you, yeah weren't you a captain i was a captain and i selected pretty poorly this year or this <laughs> past year i remember that i remember like you had like a looking back on it you realized that the, the strategy of picking a team about the cohesiveness and how everyone played together yeah and then for most of the past few years, I've done a, a comedy show the day after Thanksgiving. And this past year, it was, it was actually a really great one. I, um, you know, Joan Glacken? Mm, she's a comic. I don't think so. She, she was on the show, and I was thinking this year that we'd do, like, run it together, but obviously this year it's probably not going to happen. But like she grew up close to where I grew up, and between the two of us, we were able to get like 100 people there. So the show was amazing. That's awesome. And, like, that's a cool thing. And then just, like, seeing... I mean, there's less and less friends in my hometown every year. And now it's basically, yeah. like, there's very few. Like, I don't even know if Eric Seidel will be there this year. Thank God. Who who also said I was... He didn't He didn't exactly say I was a a, uh, a loser for, for subscribing to Peacock. <laughs> but... <laughs> I oh, said, so I'll give me the business. He said, he said he wasn't going to cave into that capitalistic Wow. 
classic Seidel. Yeah, he was gonna. He, I don't know if Seidel I wouldn't get a bootleg Redelic though. I, I don't know if he if he bootleg Ostertag, uh, but he. I know he didn't pay for Peacock. Right. You don't get Peacock if you have NBC on cable. So you get you, there's a free version and then there's a premium a version. Premium Peacock. Yeah. Gotcha. It's Thanksgiving yeah. is, is, is on, in my top three. I'm a big Thanksgiving guy. Huge Thanksgiving guy. Pe- peacocks are pretty big in Thanksgiving, I feel like. Yeah. With the colors. Yeah. thousand percent. I also like around Thanksgiving the random amounts of college basketball games. Mm-hmm. And I always turn it, like, it's always on, and I'm like, why is this on already? I th- Yeah, and it's like on all day, every day. I think that's, that's going to happen relatively soon. When college basketball starts, they're going to have uh, games on like all day, all day long, marathons. Yeah, I'm like, I don't need to watch McNeese State against Duke. It's not something I need <laughs> to be watching in November. A little sports. Got to have it. You don't have to have that much. <laughs> I need it. I realized this past weekend, there were some great sports on. Football and playoff basketball. It's, it's an absolute treat. There I don't are, know if you saw the Anthony Davis buzzer beater. I, I actually, beautiful. I actually did watch, and I watched it with my dad. We, I was, nice. I was going to sleep, and he's like, "Lancey, we got to, we got to watch the end." Good for and your dad. I was just crushed a chicken franchise hoagie with it. I was kind of complaining about just the amount of. I haven't watched. I really haven't watched that much ba- much basketball, and I haven't really watched. I've watched very little of the restart, and I, I kind of just forgot how many fouls are called. And it's like every second the last there's a two foul. Minutes I'm like, insane. I'm like, this is out of control. Just, I, but I feel like even two years ago there wasn't as many fouls being called. It just fouls every time, and I'm like, this is crazy. Just, <laughs> just like, don't call as many fouls. Everyone <laughs> can handle it. We can handle less fouls. We can handle less fouls. Is true. I think it's also the 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 replay rules and. Going back to challenge, it definitely slows down the game. But overall, it's better than watching reruns and watching anything else. It's JJ ridiculous, ridiculous. But I gotta have it. That was your number four. That was my number four. All right, my number six. These are gonna be a couple of repeats, but number six for me is the crisp air. Love the crispy cocoa crisp air. Specifically, I love that in the fall you can do the open window with no AC on. And no, you know, heat needed, and you got that breeze coming in. I absolutely love that. Sometimes, mostly, I will fall asleep with that, with, 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 the, with the window open. I got the little, the guard up, but I love a fresh air. Love crisp. I love like the, the goosebumps you get sometimes when it's like a little crispy outside. Um, it, just, it reminds me of, of just like a football, going to football games, playing football. Um, and I also saw, I saw on some website that. When you take pictures in the fall, that they come out clear because of the crisp air. I don't know how that makes sense, but the crispiness somehow makes pictures more clear. Oh, that makes a total sense for me. I, I, I it makes sense because like you feel it crispier and clear, but I, I don't know that would translate to actually taking a picture. Yeah, no, because in the summer it's really humid and the air has like these hands that smudge camera lenses. Right. So I hate a summer hand. Yeah. Yeah, Chris Bear's number six. Number five, it's soups. Not necessarily... I, I haven't really made my own big pot of soup, but you inspired me to do that. But overall, just soups, chili, 
Love me a chili at a tailgate. Love me a chili Davis. Um, specifically a spicy chili. I love a good spicy chili. Just soups in general. I love a good tomato soup with grilled cheese. That's Lance's favorite. Great combination. Uh, warms you up. It's comforting. Dip some bread into it. I like that you can you can have soup as almost like its own meal or, or as an appetizer. In the summertime, I enjoy soup, but it's, it's overall too hot. The, it's, fall is really when it comes down to enjoying a good soup and having a good poop. Yeah, fall and winter are where soups really make their bones, so to speak. Right. A bone broth. A bone broth. And... Asheroth. Asheroth. You, you said it all about soup. You, not only is my mouth, my stomach simmering, it's, it's at a, a healthy boil. Susan Boyle. Wow. Well, I was going to say something about foliage, but foliage, but that's not up yet. My number four is apples. It's apple season. Fall is like the primary apple season. Apple picking, apple cider, apple everything, apple turnover, Eli apple. I, I love apples. Probably my favorite fruit. Uh, I used to be like a diehard apple pie guy. Like I, I used to just anytime apple pie was on a menu. I know Lance finds it a hack. Like he's shaking his head, but I love myself a Macintosh apple. There's a farm in my hometown, like pretty much in our backyard, and they have like apple pickers come. I haven't got apple picking since the '70s, but I love a good apple picking. It's it's a nice thing, nice kind of a day trip. And I also love apple cider. Big cider guy. Love a warm apple cider with a donut. You can't get enough of that. Al lighter apple cider. I love it. So apples, they're good. They're not. They, they don't. They don't really do it for me. Although my father father in law came over the other day and he brought us all these apples, and they it's look they look great. They look amazing. So we'll yeah, see. They're beautiful to look at, and they're. Tasty to, t- to eat. There is this kind of, not so much a running joke, but I guess now it is, that Kate, at one point, just like observed that she's never seen me eat an apple. This was like wow. maybe two or three years ago. And then I thought about it, and I wasn't sure if I've ever eaten a, like a whole apple. Whole. Are you an alien? What are you talking about? you never eaten a whole apple? Well, I think I have, but I couldn't like remember any time when I did. So then... At my wedding, my brother's uh, best man speech, he brought an apple and like made me eat it at the wedding. So like ate an That's apple. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's very funny. It was good. I don't Did know. You I, eat the apple? Yeah, it was good. I feel like sometimes apples aren't good though. So I tend to think of the bad apples more than like the really good crisp ones. Crisp, juicy apples are great, but I, it's just it's not as much in my rotation. I'm I'm not keeping the doctor away because I I want the doctor to let me know if I have COVID or not. So I feel like if I don't eat apples, then I'll have a better contact with my doctor. True. You got to get more apples in your life. Apples are apples with peanut butter. Apples with honey. Apples, apples with honey. On the on themselves, it's, it's great. Apples with honey. I had some apples with honey for Rosh Hashanah this past weekend. But there you go. You know. I, I probably do gotta up my apple game. I don't love apples to apples that that board game. Yeah, I never played it. It's really fun for five minutes, and then and then it's like I get it. Right, I'm not a big board game guy in general. Yeah, 
We've talked about gets paid. We talked about board games. We did a top three board games once. Right. We did. Yeah, I, I like a, I like a good board game, but it's it's tough. Board games they take they take a lot of time. It, I think New York City is not conducive to board games because you don't have people over your house. And right. that's where you play board games. You're not going to play board games. There are bars with board games, but I feel like you're making a statement if you're playing board games at a bar. Yeah. Right. It's, it's also kind of weird. Like, you can do that at home. Like, what, what, you go into a bar to play a board game. In New York City, you can't because you're, you're not allowed to invite anyone to your home. Right. It's illegal. Priest homes. That was my number four. All right. So my number three, this is where we're really starting to sing. So this is kind of tough to describe, and you might reject it, but I feel like so- fall has the same feeling as Sunday evenings in general in the sense that it motivates you to get your life together. I feel like the fall, like the fun of the summer's over, and the fall's like, all right, I'm going to really buckle down, and I'm going to focus on what I need to get done for the rest of the year or what I want to accomplish in my life, in my career. Classically, fall is generally when people shack up relationships i feel like that's i feel like that's a, a total falsehood but apparently i think it's in- true I, I, I think it's true it's coughing season people people want to get somebody uh to snuggle with before it gets too cold i think that's crazy i think if you can't go outside to meet someone because it's cold then i don't know what to say when, it, when it's snowing outside when it's too cold do you have less motivation yeah but you know i it's just I find that QAB, but it's a thing in, in, yeah. in culture, but I, I just like that whole idea. I feel like, like you're making a list. You're, I'm only checking it once. Cause if you're Jewish, you don't, you don't have to check it twice. You know, it's, it's, it's probably good, but I like the whole idea of, of, of kind of getting stuff together, maybe making new inroads. I mean, we started Braze Bits in the fall. Yeah. Braze Bits was born out of the fall, the right. autumm. I like that. I, 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 I'm not going to reject that. I, I like that a lot. I think it's also part of why I don't want summer to end ever because I don't want to start thinking about those things. It's like summer's like the party season. No, you're not thinking about the future. You're just in the moment. And then fall's like, here we go. This is reality's back. That crisp air really, uh, it, it's cocoa nuts. Yeah. I think a lot of people also equate like, you know, the Sunday night scaries. That's the thing. Yeah. People are nervous about the work week and they face reality. I love that. Oh my G- god! Give me, give me more of that. It's like, but you have to just, you just, you just have to approach it in a positive way. You don't have to be like, oh no, I don't want to do this. You could be like, okay, these are the steps I'm going to take to improve where I'm. I'm not where I want to be right now, so I'm going to take this time to kind of plan out how I could get to a place where I'm moving in the direction that I want to be in. It's, it's a great it, way to look at it. All it's it is, is... I feel like it's easier said than done. I think it's just an attitude change that is not hard to execute. All you have to do is Sunday night, if you're like worried about work or something in your social life, instead of instead of being worried about it, texting and whatever, just, just like make a to-do list of five things that you can do that can put you in that better direction. And that's already a better step than you just were before making that list. Wow, I, I didn't see. I've never really seen this side of you. This motivational speaker side of you. Yeah, I'm, I'm quitting the pod, and I'm going to be having a motivational speaker. Yeah, I'm, I'm inspired. I want to. I want to write down a list. Yeah, show but, list. But but I think that's what the fall brings out in in everyone. It can. It, it should. It, it at can. Least. It can potentially bring out. It brings out that 
that situation. So then just take that situation and fall into it. Right. I think it's just, it's, it's tough. I think Sunday scares is, is also part of like, you have a full week ahead of you. It's almost overwhelming to think like, I have a full week ahead. It's the, and then it's like, you're, you're thinking about too far down the line. You start spiraling. It's, it's all about the mindset, like you said. But sometimes scary is just take a, take a, take a hold of you. It's new beginnings. You ever watch 500 Days of Summer? Yeah. I mean, all that is is just Joseph Gordon-Levitt moping around being sad. And then he goes in that job interview and he meets Autumn, uh, whatever her name is. <laughs> wow. This comes full circle. What? Now I know why you love the word Autumn. Yeah. I forget I forget her name. Zoe Deschanel? No. Who Autumn? She was in Friday Night Lights and she like I think dated I think she might have even been engaged to Jer- Derek Jeter. I can't believe I forget oh. her name. Pamela Anderson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got it. So that's my number three. <laughs> my number two is that first night and or morning where you got to put a sweatshirt on. Wow, huge. It's huge. One is the, it number two? One of the best moments of the year. It's in my top three, so I'm going to hold It's I could not agree more. Yeah, I had that this past week was was for me. And usually I, I focus on the sweatshirts. I'm a pretty big hoodie guy, although I do feel like as you get older, it's less and less. You can wear hoodies, but it's just like at some point you're like, if you're a 40-year-old man and all you wear is hoodies, it's a little weird. I'm going to be a weird guy. I think it, I think our generation has decided that we don't want to like dress super nice, so I think it's going to be more and more. It's like led by Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, I think but there's there's also like less schlubby hoodies and less schlubby sweatshirts now. That's gonna be more hip. That's a great point. If if I was Tony Reale on Around the Horn, I would give you like six points right points now. Points up. Yeah, love that. Yeah, that's a really good point. And I'm usually focused on the sweatshirt, but this year I've been wearing shorts. I mean, I've worn more shorts than I've ever worn. I feel like in my life because every day I wear shorts. I never put on. I never have to put on pants i'm not going anywhere so i've just been wearing right. shorts but this past week i've been wearing jeans and i forgot how much i love jeans no you like jeans dr jean gray you're talking about sweatpants you're pro jean you might disown Billy me jean after, king you might you might disown me after this but i don't really wear or own sweatpants all right let's get let's <laughs> let's stop recording that's that's gonna be it for me that's strike five <laughs> You don't own your. No, I like shorts. So if I'm in like if I'm in a situation where one would wear sweatpants, they wear shorts. Saturday morning, you're going out to get a couple bialis, Benyag bialis. You're rushing out. You didn't. You haven't showered yet. You haven't really done anything. You just gotta throw something on. You're putting on jeans. Yeah, I might. I might even wear shorts. I'm a big proponent of shorts in 30 degrees. Not not a big proponent, what? but like I'll do that. That's something I do. But you're forgetting about my calves. It has enough fat and storage for five mama bears. So, I do forget about your calves. Your calves are beasts on themselves. But just the the, the coziness of, of sweatpants, especially at nighttime when you're 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 sitting on the couch with a pair of you can't wear jeans on the couch when you're watching a movie, reading a book. Throw on a pair of sweat peas. Nah, for me, sweatpants. It just they're always I'm always uncomfortable. They're always like hot uncomfortable what are you talking about 
You're more comfortable in jeans than sweatpants? Probably. What are you saying, Lance? You got it all backwards. No. Your number one season or your number two is winter? And you don't even wear sweatpants? No. And then if you get them, like, dirty, then they're they're just, like, dirty sweatpants. (laughs) That's the same with jeans. No, but jeans, you just, they're easy to clean. What are you getting sweatpants dirty? If you're, you're eating, the mud. if you're eating soup and you get some soup on your jeans and then it's like hot you get hot soup on your sweatpants and then i never understand like like do you tie them up do you have to get tie them? them up like they're always so loose so like are they falling down they have a tie or you get the right size i know but i, I hate that yeah <laughs> this this might i mean last week is the tv we've it's just Every week, my mind just is blown to smithereens. And uh, sweatpants is one of God's greatest gifts. The only thing I like about sweatpants is if you put peanut butter and raisins on them, and then you got sweatpants on a log. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even. That's. Do you know? Do you know? I, do you know ants on a log? Yeah. Sweatpants what? on a log. All right, that's. I guess that's fair. Yeah, Lance, I can't. I just can't believe it. Lance doesn't like sweatpants. I'm. I. The way you feel about sweatpants, how I feel about jeans. I. I'm, I. I've. The Banana Republic now has these traveler pants, which are much more comfortable. They're like khakis, but also more stretchy. And I've loved those jeans. To me, they're just. They're so mechanical and so. Uh, I don't like the way denim feels on my body. The zipper scratches against my nuts. I used to never, I used to not like jeans. Like in high school, I only started wearing jeans in senior year of high school. I would never wear jeans. I would wear like just different types of pants and shorts a lot of the times. And then I put on jeans and I was like, what am I missing? They're comfortable if you let them, if you let them. You got to break them in. Yeah, if you break them in. And if you break them in, they're so comfortable. Gene Wilder. I'm I'm, uh, blown away. I don't dislike sweatpants. I just, I don't need them. They're not a part of my life and it's fine. So, but anyway, I've been really embracing this year, putting on jeans. It's been nice. And number one, you're probably, you know what this is, I think. If you don't know what it is when I say it, you will. But it is coming up soon, daylight savings time. I, my favorite day. Why wouldn't I know what that is? That I that I liked it. Oh, okay. I I feel I we talked about it a little bit, but I can't believe it's number one. It's my favorite day of the year. Oh yeah, yeah. Just getting an extra hour in the morning. So oh. many possibilities with that hour. You're gaining life, life because life all life does is get less and less. It, you have less and less life with each passing second. But daylight savings time is the only time where that doesn't exist. And it's a new lease on life. You could do so much with that hour that you can't do any other time. And I just love it. Wow. I just, I'd rather have that hour at the end of the day rather than at the beginning of the day. You can because it's wherever you want to put that hour. It's an extra hour. Put it at the end of the day if you want. But the sun's going down earlier. If, if that's how you look at it. <laughs> it's just the way it is. It's that's, getting darker earlier. That's the way standardized time looks at it. But you could look at it however you want. The way I'm looking at it is I, I want to go for a, a walk at 8 o'clock, and it's pitch dark out. Go for a walk earlier. 
But in the summertime, I can. Move, Days last long. Move, move to Australia. You could take a walk until 10 p.m. I'll go down under. I'm surprised that's your number one. That's your favorite day of the year? Yeah. Sheesh. Wow. All right. I mean, that, that's, that's, very, that's a very specific Lance top nine. I just I've, sweatpants. I've had a lot. Really I've had weeks to think about this. <laughs> sweatpants is. I'm never gonna get over that. But what are you gonna do? And you never had a full apple. Like what? What are we talking? Well, about? now I ha- now I have. But I, I think I have. I just I couldn't ever remember a time when I did. I must have. But who knows? Right. All right. Well, we've talked about all of my top three, but these are my my top three favorite things about the fall. Number three is foliage. I'm a big fan of scenery and just looking at foliage <clears throat> i feel like i've appreciated it more over the years especially when you get out of the city i feel like you appreciate it more because it's kind of like i feel like growing up in the suburbs it, it would just happen so naturally that you wouldn't really realize it until after the fact but now when you're living in the city you get out of the city you see the foliage really it's a beautiful thing especially driving on the highways going up in the northeast it's, it's i love a, a yellow leaf a yellow orange leaf you can't you can't beat that Oh, it's great um, when you have multiple colors in the same leaf. That's a oh, that's yeah. a big one. It's a, it's a great leaf. Yeah. Ryan leaf. Leaf Erickson. You're discovering something. Exactly. Um, I think you're right. I do think you appreciate foliage a little bit more weirdly when you do live in the city because when you're when you're living in a place with foliage, you're not noticing the changes. It's right. a slow change every day. So it's like someone if you like get in really good shape and someone hadn't seen you in two years and they might be like, wow, you got in really good shape, but right. You wouldn't know. Right. Unless you're one of those people who take those bathroom mirror selfies. Right. Which I should do with the foliage. It'd be nice. Take a bathroom, a bathroom selfie with some foliage. I think that's a good idea. Number two for me is Thanksgiving. Everything you said about Thanksgiving. Totally agree. I, it's probably my favorite holiday of the year. All the food. I'm big. I'm a big cranberry sauce guy. I love my aunt's Jello mold. It's it's just the sides. Besides the stuffing, is fantastic. What else? Oh, and I also love the, the football game on Thanksgiving. Football catch, diving into the leaves. I don't. I never really like in college when you would come home to see all of like you do the Thanksgiving Eve, like the bar night out. I was never a huge fan of that. So I'm kind of glad that now we've gotten to an age where that's kind of doesn't happen anymore. You just see the people all year round who you want to see. And Thanksgiving, it just the holiday in itself and the meal and football, it's just the best. I was a huge fan of that night before Thanksgiving for a time, probably I guess from freshman year of college to like 23 or so. But then I think there's an age where it suddenly drops off. Yeah. Like it gets to be a little... I stopped going, I think, at the right... I like. There was one year, I guess like 23 or 24, where I was like, I realized a year or two later it was going to be sad. So I just, that was, I decided I was like, I'm yeah. not going again. And yeah. I'm sure. You don't want to be the old guys at, at the uh, Thanksgiving Eve bar. No, but I, I did like it. And then I think after a certain age, it becomes a little bit like the excitement of it. The first two years are just, it's exciting. Yeah. It's like, oh, these are my friends. These are my people. This is, these are people who totally understand things because, I mean, it seems like you have like a lot, a lot of good friends from where you grew up. Good friends. They're, they're friends. I don't, I don't know about good. Okay. But, 
But yeah, so exactly. I would say whack. Yeah, yeah. So some of it might be whack, but no matter where you go in your life, there and so many comics have bits about this, but there's nothing that could totally replace the people you grew up with because true, they know they came from the same sort of they had this and for the most part, obviously everyone has different life experiences and families, but their life experience was similar enough to yours where you're only going to have that that bond cut from the same cloth cut from the same cloth philip cloth cloth david lee cloth nice and also you're not like a serious person yet so you're doing dumb things you're all making mistakes and some people are still pressing elevator buttons but most of us have grown out of it (laughs) right yeah but i i yeah i like that now most of my friends from growing up don't live there anymore but or a lot of their parents have left, but um, yeah, I, I like that. But I, that's all I have to say. Yeah, we, we we've overall outgrown it. Oh yeah. But number one, it's it's hoodie season. It's it's getting cozy. It's wearing sweatpants. I'm a big hoodie guy. I love wearing hoodies. Um, hoodie Mellow, Hoodie Allen. I, I I'm a. It's probably my my most comfortable outfit not just physically like i feel most confident probably with a hoodie on just especially going to do stand-up going out into the world putting a hoodie on it's it's like a nice comfort blanket um and it's just i I also get very hot easily so like it getting colder outside allowing me to wear a hoodie i'm not getting too sweaty I, i i love bundling up love getting cozy yeah, I don't know what else to say about hoodies. It's my number one. You said a lot of good things about hoodies. Do you know one time I delivered Postmates to Hoodie Allen? Really? Yeah. Did Did you know who he was beforehand? I knew who he was, yeah. And, well, so I delivered it to him. And then I was like, I thought he was like just someone I went to college with or someone I knew. Because he had that familiar look. And then I yeah. realized, like walking a few minutes later that it was it was hoodie allen he's got a real jewish preppy vibe yeah i was like I, this is someone i feel like this is someone i know from somewhere in life but he got shake i got shake shack wow i love hoodie allen yeah great order yeah nice i don't he like he's still doing music but I, he had like a couple big hits and i guess he's just writing writing those yeah, well, I think, I, I mean, I don't, I think at a certain point, a lot of musicians, if you either become this super big Ed Sheeran, or you could still, like, make a ton of money and do well, like, producing or writing songs. Yeah, he's I like a niche he, audience. I could see him, I could see him doing that. Like, yeah. I mean, he could also, I guess he could probably still, I mean, now he can't tour, but I think there are a lot of pathways for, if you're a musician that got as much, I mean, he's had success. So if, I feel like if you get a certain baseline of success, you could like stay in music, even if you're not, even if you're not pumping out hits left and right. Yeah. You might be. I pump- think I think he's he's been he's helped other artists writing their songs as well. Yeah, I feel like that's the route that I'll, probably honestly a lot of smart musicians take because it's like then you also don't have to deal with the rock star life as much, which right. I, I feel like at a certain point it would probably get exhausting. Yeah. Sweet sauce. Nice. Should we do read our people's predictions? Let's do it. I got to give Kate credit here. I, I messaged her the last second 
and she came through in the clutch. I, I was I wasn't even almost expecting her to even see my message. I think I I messaged her about forty five minutes before we hit the record button, and she got back with some precision predictions. Yeah, I uh, earlier in the day I was like, "Did Jesse DM you?" and and she was like, "No," and I was like, "All right, you know, you gotta if I got it in though, you got to DM, yeah." Yeah, I got man. it in at the last second. It's it's you know sometimes I, I'm too focused on uh, on the pod on preparing the ingredients. I forget that this is an, a crucial part of the pod now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But here are Kate's best guesses: the cooler weather, which you you had overall. Yeah, I basically had. Yeah. Thanksgiving, bang. Wearing hoodies. Yep. Bang. Eating foods that you can't. In the summer, because it's too hot, like pho or heavy pasta dish, I like those specifics. Very nice. I think that's pretty much pho, though. Pretty much the big old pot of stuff, but that's yeah. just kind of on the same plane. I didn't have that exactly, but pretty much had that. The smell of a fire in someone's fireplace when you're walking outside. Great one. I I, I kind of had that one. You didn't, but that's for the winter. Predicted, one of my top nine. Winter Brothers uh, dumpsters. There's some big company that has dumpsters all over Long Island called Winters. I don't know. <laughs> and then daylight savings time. She got your number one. Yeah. Of course. DST. That would be disappointing if she didn't get that one. She, I mean, that was. That's great. So Phil Jackson this week, he's got some. He had some good picks. Yeah, I think you're gonna be satisfied with what he said. Here we go, Phil. He says, you know, he always got it. Has a big introduction of introducing your pick. So Phil says. Gotta have it. The change of seasons can be a spiritual experience, and I expect nothing short of that expressed in our sweet-footed chef's picks. <laughs> I do not expect fall to be Jesse's absolute favorite season, Bang. but I've seen him skin his knees running routes in the MetLife parking lot <laughs> out of sheer excitement over fall festivity. Wow. Make no mistake, my rectangular offense strategy was decimated last week. However... <laughs> A great coach and upstart pod sous chef always makes halftime adjustments to benefit his team. Nice. Without further ado, here's where I think our curly-headed golden boy will end. <laughs> so he's got football season starting and the convergence of all four major sports at once. Nice. Well, I didn't. I forgot about the convergence. I'm surprised you didn't have that. I thought you would have that. I, I, I guess I'm too caught up now in all the, the wackadoo of the, the COVID sports, but that's true. I love a convergence. The wackadoo zoo. That, Morning zoo, yeah. That was my brother's school play. It was called the wackadoo zoo. Really? I don't remember what, what it was about, but that was the name. Sounds like a doo-doo. Yeah. Fall foliage. Oh, bang. Pumpkin-flavored drinks, beers, lattes. Not a big pumpkin spice fan overall. I like pumpkin pie, but I'm not a big pumpkin spice, pumpkin beer man myself, so that's Golden Girls for Phil. Apple cider donuts and cider. Bang! I didn't have, I had apple in general. I mentioned the cider donuts. I love apples. I love apple cider. I love apple cider donuts. ACD. Sweatshirts and or just general fall fashion. Bingo. Although Bingo, Je- Bill. Jesse is not a plaid boy. No. Can't rock plaid. Then he's got... This I'm very impressed with, jumping into a pile of leaves. <laughs> this guy knows my body. If this guy, this Bill should be my, my doctor. He should be my nope. healthcare provider because nope. he knows my ins and outs. Who? Phil. 
Phil, not Bill. Why do you keep saying Bill? It's Phil. I don't know. Then <laughs> I get too revved up. I want to dive into a pile of leaves and Phil bury me. <laughs> bury me alive. <laughs> then uh, Oktoberfest beer gardens, which you did not have. No, yeah, I, I, I like beer gardens. I guess I don't consider it, I don't consider it a fall thing. But he's got me revved up when he when he mentioned the scraping knees in a the parking lot of MetLife. That's that's where I, I love football catches in the in the parking lot, scraping your knees, getting all crispy. Come on, Phil. Yeah, he's good. This is my personally my favorite part of the whole pod. I was listening back last week and I was just cracking up on you yelling at Phil for picking Last Comic Standing as one of your favorite TV shows. <laughs> yeah, that really that. It's just way off. I was just like laughing uncontrollably at my computer. And he was like, what are you doing? <laughs> Phil Jackson had a whack pick. He had a whack pick. All right. Do you got, got... He made up for it this week. F- fantastic. Diving in the leaves. Apple cider donuts. I was impressed. Diving into the leaves. I was like, that is specific. I could see you saying that. But then you lead off with it. And I was highly impressed. Phil Jackson. That triangle, it's, always go back to the triangle. Don't go to the rectangle next time. No. Triangle. Do you got any ads? I got an ad. Speaking of the fall, today's Braised Bits is brought to you by Fall Out Boy. Do you like the dance dance? Do you like sugar? Well, it's going down. Check out Fall Out Boy wherever you listen to music. Is it punk? Is it alternative? Is it indie? Who cares? It's jams. And we're, ta- we're not talking strawberry jam. We're talking this ain't a scene, it's an arms race. Fall Out Boy recently played played Weezer in Family Feud, and for that reason, they're a sponsor of Braze Bits. I like Fall Out Boy. They, they sponsored us. Yeah, I'm, I like Fall Out Boy. Yeah. Save me a rock and cider roll. Sure. I wish I... I I'm off my game today with, with the references. Everyone has an off day. I think I think you're just too, you're too excited about Fall. This is like your favorite season so you're you're not your body's not here right now that's true uh i have a sponsor it is again big apple box nice we're doing cool stuff just go to bigapplebox.com and don't got anything funny but if you want cool stuff from new york city big apple box there's an apple in there the whole apple <laughs> fantastic yeah. a local apple yeah you guys should do a uh, big apple box bap dance like a, like a wap wap we're, we're, we're working on it. Beautiful. You're going to be the star of the video. I'm down. I got that BAP. Yeah. We know. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got a question this week. Yes, we do. Let me pull it up. Thanks for everyone who has sent questions. We got a repeat question asker this time. So thank you. Snacking on a Tic Tac. Sending it again. If you do want to send us a question... Send it to us at brazebits at gmail.com or Instagram us at Instagram us, DM us at brazebits. I got snacking on a Tic Tac asks us, what is the best month of the year and what is the worst month, Monthford and Sons? Nice. Snacking on a Tic Tac fall. This, is a, this was a kind of a nice dovetail because we're talking about seasons and, right. and this is about months. So this is pretty cool to get. What do you got Good for you. your what do you got for your best and worst months? My most favorite month, the best month to me is May. 
my birthday month. It's also my, just the time of year is perfect. The weather is starting to get nice and warm. It's not too hot yet. Um, Baseball is just starting. Basketball playoffs. I love I love May, and it's my birthday month. You can't get enough of it. There's, there's a magical feel to it. I feel like it always flies by. I love it. And then my worst month is February. I feel like February, it's, it's like you're in the heart of the winter. Or just like, it's, it's so cold and summer feels so far away. Football is over after the Super Bowl. Um, it's just, I, I hate the winter. I hate the cold. It's just snowy, icy. So you don't like Kate's birthday? I do like Kate's birthday. Did not know it was in February. My least favorite month is probably August. It's like too. It's like too hot, and it's like we get it. It's it's enough already. I think I feel like August is just people waiting for the fall to start. That's that's not true. That that's all you. And then people, no one... and then people are like, oh, we gotta get in. We gotta get in all these things before the summer ends. And it's just like, why didn't you? We had, you had all these other months. And if you really wanted to do it, you would have planned ahead. Everyone's having too much fun in the summer. People, the summer goes by so quick. It's like, oh, it's already August. We got to do all this. Well, that's nothing that could be solved by proper planning. And if you're upset that you didn't do it this year, just do it next year. <laughs> well, the great thing about any season is that it's going to come around again. True. Unless you move to a place where there's no seasons. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm pro-season overall. Yeah, pro-season. So August, not for me. I think my favorite season, is, or my favorite month is probably November. Okay, it's Thanksgiving? Yeah, it's just, it's just good overall. It's a, there's some really good things about November. I feel like it's very strong as, as a month. Thanksgiving and just like kind of late fall. I don't know. I think, like, you know, I, I think it's it just... It's not too cold yet. It's, it's pretty cold, but not that cold. I think it just has good energy. No, you like, you like Movember? No, I don't. I don't do November, but it's for a good cause, right? It's, what is it for? I think so. It's for some sort of cancer, I think. Is it testicular cancer? Uh, something. Prostate I'm not cancer. Sure. It's for some so, men's cancer. Yeah. I could. I don't know. I I got a beard. I mean, it's not a, a particular particularly thick beard, but a stash. My dad had a gigantic eighty stash. We always tell nice. him he, he should he should grow it back, but then he just like changes the subject every time. <laughs> Lancey, Machine Gun Kelly, did I did I tell you about him? Yeah, yeah. All yeah. right. Sweet sauce. Good question. Thank you very much for sending in the question. Snacking on a Tic Tac. Yeah, thank you, Snacking on a Tic Tac, for the sending us another question. And uh, yeah, send us questions if you want us to answer questions. We love questions. Love a question. Twenty one questions. A tribe called Questions. Nice. I consider myself Alan Iverson because I like giving the answer. I see. Well, get into, is that a QAB? Talking about questions. Talking about questions. Questionable at best. This was not a questionable at best transition, but let's move into is that a joke slash QAB. Jesse, what do you got? So I had a pretty uh, horrific experience over the past weekend. I, I don't think I've ever had this happen to me. I got I poured shampoo directly into my eyeball. Uh, I thought, you know, it, looking back, I was like, "Is this a joke?" It's it's more than questionable at best. It was, I, the the 
the shampoo bottle, it was like tilted in a different direction than I was expecting, literally went directly into my eyeball. I've never had such a stinging feeling before. Stung my eyeball like someone stabbed it with a knife. I thought I was going to go blind. I, I was, I was, it was just incredible how much it, it, it was, it stung. It felt like I was, people were pouring gasoline and let me on fire. I got shampoo in my eyelids. I, I, luckily it, it wavered after a couple of hours. It still was red for a couple of days. Um, I was thinking like if I had done that before like a, a show or if I had like plans that night, I would be screwed. My eye was so red. I, it was sensitive. I was, it was like felt scratchy. I had never had shampoo in my eye before. And uh, it was, it was terrible. You got a full on shampoo poo platter? I did. Poo poo platter right in my eye. That's a poo poo pink eye. I've I've done that before. I got I've I've had it when like you're doing shampoo in your hair and it it runs down into your eye. You get a little bit. You just like, this was directly squirted into my eyeball. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe I never had the full on experience that you had. For me, it's whatever. Oh my god! I need to. I'm I'm gonna squirt <laughs> next time I see you. Prepare. You better wear goggles. It sounds like it does sound painful, but I feel like it's got to be a lot of shampoo for it to be. This was this is what I was scared of because I I didn't tell anybody about this because I know the second I say this I got shampoo in my eye it's like yeah all right we get it it probably passed this was a different experience no one will ever you can't it's I can't express how intense it was and dramatic it's much worse than it sounds. Do you have do you wear contacts? I got LASIK. I'm a LASIK. Yeah, I got your LASIK bitch. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, I've had a situation over the past. I was on my last contact lens, and I was really letting it go, and I didn't realize one of them it was ripped, and I was just like, Oh, I, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, I remember that. And I was just trying to put it in and put it out, and my eye was just like pink for the amount. I was just like really trying to be aggressive. Yeah. And I feel like I've acclimated to painful, stinging eye situations. Same. I wore contacts for many, many years. This was just. It sounds. It, it sounds bad. It. It, I, so I, I. feel like I'm downplaying it, but I'm sure if the equivalent experience happened to me, I would not be saying the same thing. Yeah. But unless I experienced it, I, unfortunately, have to. No doubt. That's what made it QAB to me because I knew that like I, if I said this, saying this now, it's just it sounds like I'm being dramatic. I got shampoo in my eye. No one. Sometimes you know, only you know how truly things went. That's true. Only I know. Yeah. Only I know. My QAB is, I was at, I think it's Walgreens. It's like Dwayne Reed, but in suburbs. It's the same company. And this whole situation was QAB. It's multiple elements, and I don't want to say one particular thing was QAB. But Kate and I go into this Walgreens to get, we need to get contact cases. And something else that i can't remember and then kate got seltzer because you know you get it you go to a convenience store and it's like well i'm getting these things i gotta get a seltzer always get a seltzer i always get a seltzer i i like water i'm uh, kate not all the time but i'd say maybe 50 percent of the time we'll go for like a seltzer or a kombucha or something like that and i like i i don't get anything but i like that she does because it's like Look how great of a husband. It, it makes me look good, I feel like. 
where it's like I don't care that she gets something, but I don't get anything. It's selfish. It's very selfish. It's se- me. It's selfish that I don't get anything. <laughs> it's, it's 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 crazy. Why don't you get it something to drink? Because I don't want to. I it's so to, rare. I Not rare, but like it's a nice treat that you have all these options of different beverages. I don't want to spend two dollars and fifty cents on Gatorade. Put put on a pair of jeans, Lance, and and go sit in a small TV room. <laughs> but so we were at this Walgreens, and the line I could tell based on you ever go to like a slow convenience store. The cashier is very an, slow. An inconvenience store, might I say? Bingo, nailed it. And I saw what was happening with the line, and it did seem like it would take a little bit because we had to find the contact case, and then I can't forget. The other thing that we had to get, but you know, Kate sometimes is not as direct as I am when I'm going to a store. I'm just getting, I'm getting in and out. I'm in that burger, but she, she's not, she's not crazy. But sometimes she likes to browse the options and consider them. Sure, you might think of something you need. Exactly. So I, I'm, I'm anticipating that could happen, but I'm seeing what's happening in the front, and I'm like, I'm just gonna get online because who knows oh, no. what's gonna happen. So I get online. She takes like five minutes, comes back, nothing has moved, oh. and there's like several people behind us at this point. So oh, I, I'm like, this was a great move, getting on the line. This woman, there's one cashier, and there's a woman, she was taking, I couldn't totally see from her angle, but she was taking, it was like like kids' toys, and like she would put one on the counter, and then it was just, and then she put another, and then another, and then another. She probably had like oh. 25 items at a Walgreens, which is not the place for 25 items. But they were all, like, children's toys. That's so weird. And the cashier was very slow. And then they kept asking questions. Like, she clearly, like, put some back because she didn't want them. And I kind of felt bad because I was like, if you're getting this many things out of Walgreens and kind of haggling in the way that you are, it's like, clearly there are some steps that lead to this. You're not right. walking into a Walgreens and doing this without other things getting you there. Christopher Walken Walgreens. So, so I didn't want to be like this lady's crazy because yeah, you know, I, I, she might. Who knows? She might be going through. Maybe something. Christmas shopping. Maybe donating. Yeah, who knows? Like exactly. You don't. You don't know what people's situations are. So I tried not to. I tried to suspend judgment, but it was just taking. It wasn't moving, and the guy seemed to have no awareness that there was now, like, ten people on this Walgreens line. The lady in front of me just literally had, like, I think, like, seltzer, and that was it. And there seemed to be no... There's other people working in the store, but they seemed to have no awareness that they need to bring someone else into into the line. And then there was the guy... I guess, like, you know how sometimes these places have counters that aren't where the normal counter is, but it's, like, a side counter? Yeah. I think it used to be for like developing photos, but now nobody does that, so I don't know what it's for. Right. So that guy, he was like younger and clearly not the manager, but he realized the situation, so he started being like getting random people off the line and being like, I could check you out over here on the other side of the store. Guy's a hero. But there was no organization there. And then finally they brought someone else to the cashier line. By the time we left, that first lady was still putting things back in. Jesus she's like putting things back in one by one. It was that's mayhem, Loren. It just it just was the epitome of like this the potential sadness of a of a convenience store. It's tough when you only have a couple items 
in and you're waiting that long. It's frustrating. Yeah. And you know, I'm not a proponent of online ordering. I think even a big store like like Walgreens, I I like going into the store, but getting that many things is kind of it's it's a statement for sure. It's unusual. And then that's fine in itself. What you know, you're not as I said, you're not trying to judge individual people, but the store itself has to understand the situation. And they did not. Yeah. Yeah. That's Walgreens for you. Sounds sounds like we both had painful experiences. I I I I'd, I'd say that shampoo in your eye. That's that's gonna leave a mark. Well, then I went to the parking lot, and I found a shampoo bottle, and I doused it all over my eye. It was, it was nothing for you. <laughs> <laughs> Little pert plus. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Do you want to? Uh, I was gonna say it would be nice to do a a duet. A bit's duet, but with the sound difference, I don't think that's going to work. So I'm going to give it to you again. Jeez, you've earned you you've earned the second start. Wow. A one, a two, a one, two, three, four. Bits, 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 bits. Come on. Bits, 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 bits. 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 Bits, Impressive. Appreciate it. I'm not, right, getting, uh, I'm not getting my job back. It's a beautiful thing. Inspired by the, the fall foliage. Shampoo my eye. I'm happy to be here. Lance, what do you got to plug? What do I got to plug? Braze Bits. Fall Braze Bits. Thank you to all the Brazerbacks who have been listening. I don't know if you saw Jesse. Our numbers have been up. Maybe because we took, yeah, the, uh, maybe cause we took uh, a week off and people miss us. We've got we to take it away from them to appreciate what we give to them. We also now have a sizable listenership in India. So shout out to all our listeners from India. Absolutely. And thank and you. write in. Let us know yeah. how you find us. Yeah, let us know how you find us. Um, I mean, I think they all, all our Indian listeners are from whatever that podcast feed is that we submitted to oh, yeah, in yeah, India. Yeah. Oh, and, and but, now we're on... Uh, we're on Amazon Am- Music. We're on Amazon Music. Uh, so, you know, if you want to support large monopolies who have too much power, you can find us on Amazon Music. Yeah. I- I'm biting the hand that feeds us. I don't know about you, but I'll bite it all day. I'll bite everything. I'm a, I'm a big biter. I got big I got big chompers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's promote the pod. Subscribe, rate, review. Send us a question. Send us an idea, send us a critique, and uh, hope everyone enjoys their fall foliage. Enjoy your fall foliage. Send us a question. Send us an answer. That's what we're. Yeah, that's we, what we're I, looking we need for. The really. Yeah. Thank you all, Brazerbacks. Have a great week. And if you're fasting for Yom Kippur, then uh, have have a good fast. If you're not, then try it. Have a have a good break fast. Yeah. And, even uh, if you don't fast, you can always break fast. Even if you fast, you can slow. <laughs> Throw on a pair of sweatpants. Enjoy yourself. Yeah, that's it. Peace! Peace.